Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, and I'm actually broadcasting in the afternoon because I feel like it. (laughs) Um, I had some very nice experience earlier where it was raining while we were in the very warm pool, so it felt like, almost felt like I was at Arenal Volcano, but but uh, it, was, it was very pleasant to be showered upon and sitting in the warm, uh, the warm pool that we have in, uh, in, the, in the jungle garden. <laughs> so, so that was my earlier today, actually, it was late morning. Um, and today, today is Sunday, July 4th in the year 2021. And many things are going on today. This is... Uh, a sensual day sort of because the moon is in Taurus so it was a sensual moment when I was in the pool <laughs> and um, why is it important the moon is in Taurus right now because uh, we have been through what I described last week as a complicated aspect which is Mars getting in the middle of Saturn and Uranus and that's been going on for days and I felt it all week other people felt it all week it was you know, it was a weird week because I have to say part of it felt grueling and just like tight and hard and complicated. And the other part of it felt freeing, liberating and um, awakening. I definitely had some strong awakenings and urges that moved me forward and understandings of how uh, you know, things were moving forward. And I think that's the Uranus part, even though it was not the Uranus day, which was yesterday, it was the Uranus part of the aspect. And so what's happening now is that the moon is in Taurus with Uranus. And, you know, when I got up this morning in my region of the world, um, the moon was just about to conjunct Uranus and, you know, it was, um, then therefore it having passed past Saturn over the night and then making that relationship um, to Uranus um, today and it being very, very profound. So, you know, Uranus is, well, it's a profound planet. It's an outer planet. So if you are feeling profound emotions today, you are not alone. These are profound moments. This is a profound aspect. What we experienced this week was, you know, tense. I think there was a lot of tension and someone said to me, you know, it's not a good week for business. And it wasn't a good week for business for a lot of reasons. It was, you know, Mars, Saturn's hard on business. And then I think that, you know, there's a holiday in the United States and I know for them, everybody checked out, (laughs) you know, I think they checked out midweek and I was talking about this on Instagram the other day because of the, we had that void moon in Pisces the other day. And I think people were checking out on Wednesday and the void moon in Pisces is like, yeah, let me, let me just go back to bed, please. And people may have taken a longer weekend. And I just felt like there was, there was not a lot of, uh, energy towards, making things happen, you know, um, even though Mars was very active. But when Mars entangled with Saturn on Thursday 
and then Uranus yesterday, it it was shifting from what was status quo, where we were keeping in line with our status quo that we've had all along, to really being more creative and having a breakthrough. And it's so important. It's so important to recognize this because planets are going to come through this little passageway every day, week, month. There's going to be times when the moon comes through four times a month, just like last year when the moon went through the, you know, the Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter thing four times a month, even though it wasn't in Capricorn four times a month, it was in a cardinal sign. And now we're dealing with fixed signs and fixed are not cardinal or mutable. Fixed signs, which are Aquarius and Leo and Scorpio and Taurus. And all of this is deeply like ingrained, you know, the fixed signs don't want to budge. And so where things are mutable, people want to move. That's Sagittarius and Gemini and Virgo and Pisces. And now we're dealing with Uranus in Taurus and, you know, we've got Saturn in Aquarius and they want, you know, they, they're each both standing there with their arms folded saying, no, it's my way. No, it's my way. And Uranus is now getting the moon, which is like, okay, so now the moon is saying it's my way. <laughs> and in the middle of all of this, Mars pops up in Leo. And Mars popping up in Leo is something that's, you know, Mars is an active, assertive planet. And so if you were able to still take action and constructive action during the week, then that's a good thing. Because it was hard to do that with Mars squaring Saturn. And it was hard to feel good during this week with Mars squaring Saturn. And then, you know, um, I'm sorry, opposing Saturn. It was opposing Saturn. It was squaring Uranus. It was a T-square. So with Mars opposing Saturn, it was hard to, uh, you know, feel good about action you wanted to take. Because maybe you felt that across the table from you, there was someone not agreeing with you. Okay. And now Uranus is in this relationship with the moon is in this relationship with Uranus and they are, they are talking to each other and that is emotional. And so we have Mars and we have opposite Saturn and squaring Uranus and the moon sitting on top of Uranus, which is now, uh, the moon is squaring both Uranus and I'm sorry, Saturn and Mars. So it's like, provoking the T-square. So if you felt not a whole lot during the week, but then it all came rushing forward today, don't be surprised because the moon is a trigger. And the moon is always a trigger. The moon is often a trigger for things that are uh, already in a configuration. Now, Mars is finished with this. Not entirely. It's moved gently past its configuration, but it's still, you know, it's lingering. It's still energized by all of this. However, we are now moving, like Mars is 14 now, right? So it's 14 Leo. So Saturn is at 12 Aquarius and Uranus is 13, almost 14 Taurus and the moon is at 15. Taurus. So that leaves Scorpio as the open space. And if you are a Scorpio, you're probably feeling a lot of things right now, a lot of emotion or, or stuff. And Scorpios, Scorpios are deep people. They, they feel if you have planets in Scorpio or 
anything in Scorpio, you're going to recognize this as, you know, something that is, um, you know, deep and lasting and, and you're uncovering stuff, you know. Um, and that's what, that's the good thing about Scorpio is you can go in deep and uncover something. Now, one of the things, um, one of the things that uh, is so important in these next few days is that Venus is going to take the place of Mars. Venus is now in Leo and has been in Leo, as we know, because we talked about this. And Venus is at nine degrees of Leo. Okay, so, you know, uh, she's got a couple of days, but she moves faster than Mars. And she is going to make the same aspects. First, oppose Saturn and square Uranus. And while she's not going to get the moon in Taurus, which is, you know, the sign she rules, um, what's going to happen? So all sorts of stuff is going to happen this week. And then you're like, again, Deb, really again, <laughs> more stuff. Um, she's going to, she's going to go in that passageway the same way Mars did. So Mars opened the door and then Venus is going to follow. Now Venus is a gentler energy. She's opposing Saturn's, um, about 1030 at night on Tuesday, Eastern time. And she's a Mm, squaring Uranus on Thursday. So it's Tuesday and then Thursday. And and that would be the middle of the afternoon, Eastern time on Thursday that Venus is squaring Uranus. Now, Venus squaring Uranus could be very excitingly creative. All of this could be creative. It's a little hard with the Saturn because Venus is a sensitive planet and she wants to love and Saturn's like, mm, not in the mood. And she might want to cuddle because she's got, you know, she's in Leo. She's like a pussycat and she wants to cuddle. And opposing Saturn in Aquarius is that's not warm and fuzzy. So she may feel like she gets her feelings hurt or something like that. So just watch, just be aware of that. So that's one thing. And then when she moves and she moves into uh, squaring Uranus on Thursday afternoon, she's going to... Um, be looking at looking forward to you know she's she's gonna be sitting there for a little bit um with them because then the moon goes into leo so the moon is going to so then at the end of like next week so once we get to the 10th on saturday you know we're going to have the moon in leo we're going to have mars in leo we're going to have venus in leo these are sensitive planets these are sensitive planets. They are the planets of relationships. They are the planets of love. They are the planets of passion. And the moon is going to trigger all of this, um, which is a whole other ball of wax because, you know, once Venus gets past this stuff, Saturn, Uranus, and then the moon is going to kind of go into the, you know, the moon is there now. Okay. The moon is there now. Then the moon is going to go there again. So once again, every week we'll have the moon in a fixed sign. So this weekend it's Taurus. Next weekend it's Leo. The weekend after that, you know, the moon is going to be in Aquarius. Okay. So, or Scorpio rather than Aquarius. Okay. So we're going to take turns, right? Um, so it may be not so hot for Venus opposite Saturn. She may not get the cuddles she wants, but she can like put her head down and get a little creative and think about what she creatively wants to, to make and where she can put her creative work into the world. 
and that's Venus Saturn could be creative work. Um, do not up, get upset if maybe your affections are um, not appreciated or perhaps um, shunned or slightly dis disregarded. Um, it's just a perception, and Venus will move past there and get into the groovy energy with Uranus, and, and, and then there's all sorts of fireworks, you know, excitement and creative excitement. Now, that's that part. What Venus and Mars are going to do are they're going to conjunct, and they're going to conjunct about 19 degrees of Leo. So they're going to be past, 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 past Saturn, and they're going to be past Uranus, and they're not going to uh, be entangled with that anymore, but they are going to do their own thing. Um when we get to Monday the 12th, um, I'm sorry, it's actually Tuesday the 13th. Monday the 12th, the moon is going to be in Leo, and then it's going to hit Venus, and then it's going to hit Mars, and then what's going to happen is that everything is going to go over, you know, that 19 degree point, and it's going to be moon, Venus, Mars, and then Venus and Mars together. For, for all intents and purposes, when the moon gets there, they will be conjunct. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're so far apart. But that moon, next week, it's all going to just dive in that way. So the 12th and the 13th are going to be times of, you know, when we start to look at passions and we start to look at relationships and we start to think about our creative juices. And so this is, you know, we're, we're entering an interesting relationship oriented time, which I don't say very often. Now, do I, <laughs> because I'm too busy talking about how to heal your life while you're getting one part of it, trying to keep the status quo and the other one that wants a breakthrough. So if you had a breakthrough today with the moon in Taurus, congratulations and a good thing. And if you've had a breakthrough in these days, congratulations. You know, it's a good thing. Breakthroughs are what we want right now. Okay. So then it's going to get a little hot and heavy with the moon and Venus and Mars next weekend, you know, into the 11th and 12th like that, right? Nice, 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 nice. And one of the things that's so important is, um, that they don't get together very often. Venus and Mars. Now you would think, oh, they're inner planets, like Mercury and the Sun get together. Yeah, but Venus and Mars, the last time they got together in the same place at the same time in conjunction would have been uh, later in 2019. It's almost two years um, because Mars takes two years to go around the zodiac, right? So, you know, meeting up with Venus, it's going to take somewhat around, you know, 20 to 24 months, and depending on the retrograde cycles and stuff of both planets. Pay attention to this. Pay close attention to this. Now, if you're having a relationship and it gets steamy, yeah, of course you're going to pay attention. To it. Yeah, Deb, I'm paying attention. It's exciting. Yeah, um, steamy, sure. But Venus and Mars, like I said, don't normally get together so quickly, okay, so, so often. And they are going from the place of, uh, you know, where where um, they are conjunct in Leo, a sign of passion and creativity. And then I'm telling you to pay attention because they are going to conjunct again sooner 
rather than later. They're going to conjunct again in February and March. And because Venus will have been retrograde and stationed direct, she's going to make aspect to Mars and be sort of at Mars's pace. Mars moves slower than Venus. When they get together again, it's going to be for like a month. And they're going to be very, very close together in February and March of next year. They are going to be in late Capricorn into Aquarius. What do we know about those places? They are the very places where the stunning aspects of 2020 all took place for the most part. There's the Saturn-Pluto at 22 Capricorn. There's the uh, Jupiter-Pluto at 24 and then at 22 Capricorn. Then we have the zero degrees Aquarius where the Jupiter-Saturn took place. Yes, it's going to hit, that Venus-Mars is going to hit all of those places. And maybe there'll be a collective healing of what happened in 2020 because it's Venus, you know. And maybe there will be some trigger points because it's Mars. We have to wait and see. What The first thing to pay attention to is right now in these next days, Venus is going to talk to Saturn and then Uranus, and then next week, and we're going to talk about this on the podcast again next week because it will be upon us, and we'll know what it feels like, but next week they are going to be conjunct, and the moon will be with them, and this is pretty exciting, don't you think? Yeah. So, one of the other things that's going to happen this week is we have a new moon in Cancer. Hey, a new moon. Good to start new things. Now, it will be at 18 degrees of Cancer, and that means that it's uh, uh, not quite opposite Pluto, but um, one of the things that the moon will do, that's the ninth uh, in the evening on, you know, Friday, Friday night, new moon. And then Saturday uh, in the late morning, early afternoon, this is all Eastern time, uh, the moon will oppose Pluto, okay? So it's going to do the new moon thing in the evening, and the next morning it'll oppose Pluto because it's not that far away, and then it will go void. Um, but this is kind of cool because, you know, we're having a new moon, and this is the first time we're having something free of kicking out eclipses and kicking out... Uh, you know, any sort of other um, complicated aspects. So this is good. This means we are getting juicy with the new moon in Cancer, which is a juicy sign. You know, it's sensitive and sensual and um, nurturing and cozy. And this is when we want comfort food. This is when we want cookies and spaghetti and chocolate cake and mashed potatoes and um, cream of mushroom soup and, you know, all those good things. <laughs> all those yummy things that are, you ever notice that comfort foods are rarely the foods that they tell you to eat on like keto diets or Atkins diets or anything like that, <laughs> unless it's cheese. Cheese is a comfort food too. And, and sometimes cheese is just, you know, a comfort food and then it, it works on like Atkins or something, you know. <laughs> um, so that's the one part of it that we have this nice cozy new moon. Now, that's happening. Then what else is happening? Well, Mercury is going to have that last conversation with Neptune on the same day that Venus opposes Saturn. So Mercury, and it's really Tuesday uh, in the middle of the night, Eastern time. So, you know, 
you might feel it tomorrow, you might feel it Tuesday, Mercury squares Neptune. For the last time, it's been doing this since May. What have they been talking about? What intuitions, what illusions have been broken? What have you discovered about yourself in these last several weeks and, you know, a month and a half while Mercury has been this crossing paths in a square with Neptune? Were there illusions that you were able to recognize and cast aside? Were there um, creativity visions that you wanted to bring to life? Are there real places for you to generate thoughtful energy now that could be in a creative sense or in a visionary sense or a beautiful sense? Because Neptune can be beautiful, um, of course, you know. What are you tapping into? What intuitions and insights have you had? What's your, what are your dreams telling you? Are you aware of what's going on in your dreams? Um, what have you felt has moved you in these, in these last weeks, you know, spiritually, um, but also thoughtfully? And what have you thought been thoughtful about? What is the story? What's the story been? And what what chapter started back at the end of May that you are now, you know, uh, finishing the story, finishing the book you started reading? You know, what what story is it that has been presenting itself in your life? And you know, you're you're being given information about something, something that's beyond the veil, okay? And it's allowing you to see some part of your life that maybe you weren't seeing before and how important that is. So what vision has come forward in these weeks and what vision, you know, you're, are you settled in with now? You're like, okay, I had the initial, initial experience of the vision and now I'm really aware of what I need to do or what's going on or what that feels like. So, you know, Neptune is feeling. Mercury may be thinking, but Neptune is, is feeling. And then what's going to happen, you know, a week from today is that Mercury is going to leave, finally leave Gemini, its sign, and go into Cancer. It's been in Gemini a really long time. And it's really going to shift energies. Now, it likes to be in Gemini, but maybe what we can do next is get sensual and creative and sensitive about all the visions we've seen since this Mercury and Neptune started talking to each other, you know. Um, so that's that's an important thing as well. One of the other things that's happening today is the sun is squaring Chiron. So, ah, you know, our moon in that T-square business and sun squaring Chiron I wouldn't be surprised if people had strong emotions coming forward in these hours today. And if they have, um, especially this morning, if there was something that came up for you in your dreams, in your morning, as you sipped your coffee or your tea, if something came forward. So what was that about? So this has been... This is, <laughs> we're, we're just, we're just marching along here, um, in a profound way. And we are truly, truly leaving behind a bunch of stories. Okay. So one of the stories is Mercury Neptune. What visions have you gained? What 
are you doing with them? That's one story. The other story is Mars is finishing up with, Mar with Saturn and Uranus, and we can get past the things that have been maybe irritating us and all, and just sort of accepted, you know, what I, what I really think is going on here is we were given information, Mercury, we were processing a lot of stuff, and now, you know, there was a transition presented to us that we had to be made aware of, not necessarily taking in, like, we're not, like, making the transition, because we're not there yet, but we were given information, we had thoughts about it, we had visions about it, like, what do I want my transition to look like? And then what we did was we started to put into action some of the things that are for the, for the transition, and it's now settling in. Now it's becoming apparent. So what's become apparent for you? Yes, I am going to make a transition. You should be on the other side of something at this point, okay? You should be, okay, we're finished with that. You know, I got the, I, I, wow, look at this. Look at this, what's happening? I've got a message from the universe. It's telling me this, telling you that. What's it telling you? Okay, then you had, oh my God, how am I going to do this? How am I, remember a few weeks ago I said you can get there from here? Yeah, that's, that's all of this. You had the idea, it was seeded. You got a, a process moving and you said to yourself, I, uh, how am I going to get over this hump? And slowly, with ease, grace, and flow, you started to make the motions that you needed to make from the initial seed that you were given, the idea, the moment of uh, you know, vision, the transition, the whatever you're doing, something is profound right now and the universe is telling you you need to do this and it's not going to go any other way anymore you have to take actions mars to ensure that you make these steps forward and they felt hard and they felt scratchy and they felt irritating and uncomfortable uncomfortable. And I think this week was uncomfortable. I think the past week was uncomfortable. So now we're on the other side of the discomfort and we are having an illumination, Mar uh, Mercury, Neptune, about what was given to us. And now we're saying, okay, I think, I think that I have passed through the fire of Mars. <laughs> I think I've gotten the illumination of Neptune and I am ready now to start taking my baby steps forward to, uh, you know, it's, you can't go home again. You've, you've already become awakened and enlightened to something that has taken hold of your life and said to you, you know what, this is, this is some new information that you have to embrace. And it could be anything. It could be, I want out of my marriage. It could be, I want out of this house. I want out of this neighborhood. Um, glad I moved. That kind of thing. <laughs> you know, you're on the other side of something. So there was a recognition as uncomfortable as it's been in these weeks. You know, we barely got past the eclipses and then the, the lunation that kicked out the eclipses. Then Mars got its teeth into us. And we have had to 
accept our future. Uranus is the future. We've had to accept what our future is holding for us and love it. Um, Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who I mention often, says, you know, we, ha we have to stop reliving our past. We have to remember our future. Now, that may blow your head up. Remember my future? Yeah. Because the more you feel yourself in that future, the more you're in it. And the more you have, like, people have goals and things. They put their vision boards up. Remember your future. So we're remembering our future. Like, what is the promise we made to ourselves? Probably a really long time ago. And now it's time to take note of that promise and use it to move ourselves forward. It's bumpy. The ride has been bumpy in these weeks. You don't have to discuss this with anyone. You can talk to your wall about it at night. Tell your pillow about it. Tell your cat about it. You don't have to have a discussion and tell the world because actually that disperses energy. When you start talking, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, sometimes when you're not ready to do something and you're taking the steps forward, it's better to just zip your lip. Because if you keep talking about it, you disperse the energy and you just have to keep your head down and just focus on what you need to do. If you need to sell your house and the market's not great where you live, then you've got to figure out a way to do this. If you are, you know, thinking about um, maybe reconstructing your house, <laughs> um, maybe there's a good amount of Pluto going on in your chart. Uh, you know, you just got to sit down and write your plans out. Whatever that is. Um, but there's something on the other side of it that you probably, each and every one of us, is aware of by now. And we are aware of it. And we have to embrace it and stop being loyal to our past and remember our future. Because that's what's, that's what's waiting for us to say yes to. So say yes to your future. Remember your future and say yes to it. And um, your, your loyalty to the past has to stop. You know, and goodness knows we're in the sign of cancer right now. We're thick into the sign of cancer. And cancer is all about the past. <laughs> so you should be able to really, really look at your past right now and be able to say, hmm, glad I made the decision to not stay loyal to that past <laughs> and glad to say I have a new future, a bright future in front of me and isn't this exciting and take the Uranian roller coaster ride that the moon and Uranus today are presenting you and saying, you know what, there's, a, there's, my, there's my remembering my future. Now that's a very Uranian, Aquarian kind of thing to say. That's, that's kind of like something that you say when you're, when you're, you know, being all psychedelic. <laughs> but actually Dr. Dispenza talks about this. He says, we're actually not, we're remembering our future because you don't want to relive the emotions that keep you in a place that you have been a thousand times because otherwise you stay there. And so, you know, the being under the sign of cancer right now can help you remember what you don't want from your past. Your you got strengths from your past too. You know, like those situations made you stronger. So take the strengths and leave behind the stuff that gave you um, agita <laughs> in your in your past. And 
And that's about it. So we have another exciting week. As we move away from Mars in the T-square and the moon triggering it, we are moving into Venus in the T-square and then the new moon and then the moon in Leo getting connected to that T-square. But then the moon is talking to Venus and Mars and, you know, it's going to going to get sexy we're going to actually get to talk about like some sexy things and it doesn't mean like intimacy it could just be sexy ideas or relationships you know that are friends um passionate urges towards creativity all that stuff that's what we have to look forward to so get through this week with venus and don't let your vision of creativity be you know stepped on by your visions from the past keep remembering your future and Mercury is going to go into Cancer. And so we're going to have some very uh, thoughtful, sensitive moments this week. And watch your words. Because Venus is opposing Saturn. So please don't hurt people's feelings. Please don't be harsh with people this week. Venus is going to square Uranus. Please, please, please. We've just been through Mars with all of this. Be kind to yourself. Do not be critical of yourself. Be so kind to yourself. And stop expecting too much from yourself. And, you know, we've all been through something big in this last year and a half. Let's just be kind to one another. Okay? And be kind to yourself. And be kind to your friends. And when you do need to deliver information that may be, you know, complicated... Be kind and be sensitive to others' needs. And I'm holding my hand on my heart right now because Mercury's going to square Neptune. So things have to fall softly, okay? So I thank you for listening. If you'd like a session with me, just go to thegoldenastrologer.com, book online, and remember that I am here and available for you. I'm on Instagram. The Golden Astrologer. I'm on Twitter at Deb Astrology, and I have some, you know, wonderful other offerings other than astrology. There's emotional clearing, there's archetype cards, there's things that you can set up with me as well. Please have a beautiful week. Make it a beautiful week. And I thank you all for listening. Much gratitude. <laughs>